time is it? You know what time it is? Time for the One Life Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to One Life, where we live in faith every day and... We talk about everything that pertains to life. It is your girl, Cece Eccles. We are the show that is fun, transparent, and above all, we are Christ-centered. Thank you so much for joining us on today. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, guys. Woo, Lord Jesus, how y'all doing? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Depending upon where you guys are listening and tuning in from um i just want y'all to know i love y'all i really do um and i will never stop expressing my appreciation and gratitude towards you guys i'll never stop doing that i really 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 appreciate you guys um last week we talked about from the topic the holding pattern the holding pattern And um, it's not too late if you guys want to hear the holding pattern again. Please feel free to do so. I want to welcome all of our new people, y'all. Because if you you guys are new to the show, then a lot of times the topics, it might not be what you think it's going to be. So you might want to go ahead and tune in anyway. For all of the regular listeners, you already know that um god is full of surprises (laughs) he's full of good surprises how about that so thank you so much um everyone for tuning in to the holding pattern and i want to also encourage you that after you hear the show there's a way you can forward it to someone else just forward it to somebody to who you think would be it would be a blessing to because that's what we're all about it's all about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you finish listening to the episode, share it with somebody else. I. Right? <laughs> All right. Now, y'all, I want to talk about um, word of the week. The word of this week is cunning we've already we've all heard that word before cunning um cunning means to be skilled at being deceptive my god jesus i know a lot of people who are cunning being skilled at being deceptive satan can and is very cunning. Satan is very cunning. So that's the word of the week. The word of the week is cunning. Try not to be cunning. <laughs> Previous words we've had is persistence, temperance, infallible, love, reinvent, and today. Today's word is cunning. Try not to be cunning. All right, now, guys, 53 things that I absolutely, absolutely love. I 
love a good candle. I went to Aldi's and I got me several. I got me like five candles. <laughs> I got me five candles. It's one candle that I just really, really love called Apple Harvest. Man, that thing smells so good to me. So I got several of those. And um, I love I love a good candle because I love for my home to smell good. But I also enjoy a good fragrance. I love perfume. I love oils. I love to smell good. So I love anything. I'm such a girly girl. I love anything that smells nice. Whether it's for my body or whether it's for my home. So I love, love, love a good candle. Now, we are on number 29. Number 28 was a candle 29. Things I absolutely love. I love a personal note, a card. It's okay. Now, I I love when people give me um, purchase cards, but it's nothing like having something from the heart your own words you know i'm like wow i can read that thing over and over and over again because it's something from your heart it's something that you thought of and you wrote it in your own handwriting man i will keep it forever i love a personalized note a personalized card and let me say this i'm on number 29 and I hope you guys are keeping a list. It's so funny because I literally have to think about some of the things that I like doing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Lord, these are some these are some really good things that I love doing. I hope you guys are keeping your own list. Get a list going. Get a list going so that when you have your family, they don't know what to do. For your birthday. They don't know what to do for your anniversary. They don't know what to do just because. Pull the list out. And you can give them some suggestions. Of some of the things that you love. Okay. Now. When we come back. Y'all. I can't wait to share with you guys. What we're going to be talking about. On this episode. Don't you dare go nowhere. We'll be right back, back in a moment. Have you checked out the latest posts on the Life Lessons blog page? The Life Lessons blog page is filled with inspirational posts designed to challenge and encourage you to live a well-rounded and fulfilled life. Just check it out on my website at theccecclesgroup.com. That's theccecclesgroup.com. There's a lesson in every life experience. Amen. Bless the Lord. And we are back. I will be reading from Ephesians. Ephesians 4, 26 through 30 reads. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun 
go down on your wrath. Neither give the devil a foothold. That's what we're going to pretty much be talking about. That last that last sentence, neither give the devil a foothold. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the revelation that the Lord gave me, I will be able to articulate it so you will be able to get what he gave me and that it will be a blessing to you. In the name of Jesus, I believe it. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Now, the word foothold, well, first of all, we're going to be talking about having a cement moment. Having a cement moment. That's what we're going to be talking about. That's that's the topic. The word foothold is a place or position of advantage. It's a place or a position of advantage. In Ephesians, Ephesians 4 says, Neither give the devil a place or a position of advantage. I just want to be clear to set the right foundation because that's what we're going to be building from. We're going to be building from Ephesians 4 and that scripture and definition of what a foothold is. Glory to God. I have a friend who... Years ago, he poured, he was actually redoing his, his patio and he was repouring some concrete on his patio, his back patio. And as he was pouring the cement, his small son at that time wanted to put his feet in the wet cement and at first he was like, no, you know, I don't pay too much money for this cement. We're not going to do it. But he went on and let him let him do it because it meant something to him. And then he asked him, why did you want to put your feet in the cement? He said, because I want to let people know that I was here. He said, OK, son. And then his son took a stick and he wrote the date he says okay so you want people to know that you was here on this date and the little boy said yes <laughs> have y'all ever noticed that many times the devil bring up painful traumatic Memories in our mind that was so hurtful that he just randomly bring them up. You'd be like, where did that thought come from? That was years ago. He would even bring up fear where a job loss was concerned that was so painful they really did you wrong on that job they told you they had to let you go you got a new job now but for whatever reason the thought you know sometimes the devil bring up thoughts 
and you like, where did that come from? Bring up thoughts about your job. Bring up thoughts about a divorce that was so nasty. Bring up thoughts about a sickness. You 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 just not getting over cancer. You done had your last cancer treatment, done rung the little bell and everything. And all of a sudden, he brings and presents to you a what if. In your divorce, you're freshly divorced and he presents to you a what if. What if you never get married? Or you just got fired. What if you never get a job paying what you was making? Or he'll bring up some painful childhood experiences. I remember when I was, I think I had turned 16 and I told my mom I wanted to have a sweet 16 party. So they was like, okay, you ain't never had a party before. We're going to, you know, let you have a party, y'all. Let me tell you. I had my little party. All the guys came. Well, the girls came, but then the guys came late. By the time the guys came, the girls left. It was a disaster. It was just a disaster. I remember just crying. I'm like, this is a mess right here. This this is a hot mess. This is a mess right here. I remember crying, and I was 16, and my parents, they didn't know what to do. But... Even though I was 16, y'all, I haven't had a party for myself since because of the traumatic experience that I, the the fear of, well, dog, if I have a party, would anybody come or would everybody show up at different times? And then they, they staggered it. No, because of something traumatic that has happened. As I was preparing for this message, the Lord, my God, Jesus, (laughs) the role of the enemy, for instance, where my party was concerned, right? The enemy comes to remind you that he was there, just like that young man, that little boy. Why do you want to put your feet in wet cement? And the young man answered, so that people will know that I was here. And he put the date. When the enemy reminds us of traumatic things, the divorce, the job loss, the sickness, the party. And it, and it, and it reminds us of the same memory, even though it was years ago, we have the same feeling as if it just happened. Why? Because the enemy want to remind you that he was there and he put the date on it. When you walked in fear and you've been scared ever since you were scared after you got the divorce, you were scared after you got the diagnosis that you was healed and now you're scared again because you got to take a test or because you might be scared of 
it reoccurring. You might be scared of if you have another party, will anybody show up? Will will the guys come and the women won't? Will it would it be another reoccurrence? You're scared again. That's the role of the enemy. His role is to create a cement moment. A cement moment is when something has been baked in your mind. The time and the date and the enemy tells you, I was here on this particular day and you better not move. You better not try it again. You better not get married again from that divorce. You better be afraid because the the, the test results are going to show up positive again for cancer, positive again for this diagnosis. You bet you better remember me because I put a date there. You're having a cemented moment in time. <laughs> That's when the devil so sees of intimidation. That's when the devil so sees of fear. That's when the devil paralyzes you. All from a memory. All from a memory. Lord have mercy, Jesus. All because of a memory. And when he present to you the details of your divorce, it could have happened five years ago. It could have happened last year. You done moved on. You, 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 you done moved on. You done, or it could even be a, a, a miscarriage. Oh, Jesus. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It could even be a miscarriage. You carried your baby. Hallelujah. I believe this message is for somebody. You carried that baby for three months. And the, and the doctor say the heartbeat is faint. And you miscarry. My God, Jesus. And now you're afraid to get pregnant again because the enemy left his footprint with the date of the first time you miscarried. Glory to God. Have your way, Jesus. He put the date that he left his footprint in your mind. So now when the doctors tell you that you're pregnant, you can't even properly rejoice because you're having a cemented moment. Glory to God. Ephesians 4, 26 says, Ephesians 4, 26 to 30 says, neither give the devil a foothold, a place or position of advantage. When we allow the devil to talk to us about past pains, past traumatic experiences, when we sit there and have a conversation with him, when we allow him to inject the poison in our heads, in our thoughts, in our hearts, in our minds, in our memory, my God, Jesus, 
We're allowing him an advantage. We're allowing him a foothold. Because he done put his feet in wet cement that has dried. And he has put the date. He has put the date on when he came into your life and caused you to have a traumatic memory called pain. Lord have mercy. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm telling you what I personally have experienced. Hallelujah. The word of God says without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. Well, see, see, how do I get over my miscarriage? How do I get over the heart, the heart divorce? How do I get over the sickness, the fear of sickness, the fear of a sickness reincurring. How do I get over it? Glory to God. I'm so glad you asked. It's how I have to get over it too. It's how I have to get over it too. And how I am getting over it. Because sometimes, just like faith coming come by hearing, you got to hear it more than one time. You got to hear this stuff more than one time. I'm getting over certain things. When the devil come at me and when I'm having a cemented moment in time, <laughs> I say, okay, devil, you, you trying to give me a cemented moment. Okay. I, I hear you. I see you. I see you devil. I have to glory to God. I bind you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You are a liar. The word of God says, I am healed. The word of God says, I am his beloved. We have to know the word. Got to know the word. We got to know the word. And anytime that thought comes, anytime he try to throw that weapon of traumatic experience in our past, we got to be able to defend ourselves with the word of God. We got to be able to open up our mouths and call a thing a thing. Call a liar a liar. Cast it down. Cast down every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. He is the father of lies. Don't let him massage you with his lies. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're having a cemented moment. A cemented moment is when the enemy reminds you of your past. He's put his foot down and he's put the date on it. And he's trying to have a foothold in your mind. Glory to God. Bless the name of Jesus Christ. Bless the name of Jesus Christ. And we sit here, me included, and we allow him to do it. And we got to stop that. Enough is enough. We got to stop that. You will, after a hard divorce, allow your tears to come out. Feel that pain. Learn your lesson. Move past it. 
look in that mirror, the man in the mirror, look in that mirror and see yourself how God sees you. Faith come by hearing, decree and declare and encourage yourself and tell yourself what God says about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully created. You are a wife. You are a bride. You are beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully created. You will get married again. Oh my God. Look at the glory. Look at the beauty. You're beautiful inside and out. You got to speak to yourself. You got to speak life to yourself. Miscarriages. Oh God, it's so painful that I lost my child, but I speak life over my womb, God. Father, I thank you. Your word says, is there anything too hard for you? There is nothing too hard for you, Lord God. Father, you will never withhold no good thing from me. I speak life over my womb. My, my baby shall live and not die, God. I will not walk in fear, God. I trust you, Lord God. And I believe, Lord God, you're able to bring these things to pass and I will carry full term. My God, Jesus. Glory to God. Don't allow the enemy to give you cemented moments where you remain stuck in the cement and he done put the date by it. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. Glory to God. Where sickness is concerned, he'll present a situation to you and fear. I get it. Fear would come so quick. And you said, Lord, help my unbelief right now. Lord God, help me, Jesus. Strengthen my faith. Oh, God, Father, you did it before. You will do it again. You're not a man that you should lie. You're he who began a good work in me. You're faithful to complete it. Oh, God, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that I am the healed. Oh, God. We got to have more trust in what God says than what the enemy is saying to us. Amen and glory to God. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. And any childhood memory, I get it. Sometimes it could be extremely painful. That's why we got to dig deep and search the scriptures. And we have to say what God says. And the reason why the enemy is so successful is because we are lazy Christians. (laughs) That's just the truth. That's just the truth. A lazy Christian, I've always said this, is a defeated Christian. A lazy Christian is a defeated Christian. Hallelujah. Break up the fallow grounds. Break up the cement. Hallelujah. He will not. He will not have a foothold in your life. He will not have a foothold in my life. He will not plant seeds of fear. He will not plant seeds of doubt. He will not try to separate me from God. He will not try to make me doubt my God. He will not try to make me uh, uh, not believe God. He would not do it. That's his role. 
His role is to cause so much pain and hurt and devastation and trauma to where you don't even trust God no more. You trust him with this, but you don't trust him with that. That's too personal. That's too close to your heart. But God wants all of you. He wants all of the trust. He wants all of your heart. He wants your bitterness. He wants your pain. He wants your fears. He wants all of it. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. Don't let nothing separate you from the love of God. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we are able to ask or think what would happen if we believe God, if we believe God's truth as much as we believe the devil's lies, Jesus, what would happen? Glory to God. We have to get rid, we have to get rid of the cemented moments. And when they come, know that that's the devil. Know that that's your adversary. And the only way you can get rid of your cemented moments is when you confess the word of God over your life. Say it until you start seeing a different result. Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it until you start believing it. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. When we come back, I'm going to give you your homework assignment. Don't go nowhere. Back in a moment. We'll be right back. You're listening to the One Life Podcast Show with Cece Eccles, the show where Jesus Christ is Lord and is always welcome. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. 